you can't expect others to fulfill something in their relationship with you if they have absolutely no idea what you expect. So spend some time soul searching, meditating, praying on what it is you really want from life. What is realistic? What will actually bring more peace and content and harmony into your life? And then sit down with those people that you're in a relationship with and tell them. Tell them what they can do in order to improve the relationship and then vice versa. Be aware and listen to them. Hear them out. Be willing to hear what people in relationships with you want and need from you. It's Evie here. Welcome to EML Radio, where we are always talking truth. All of those things you need to hear that nobody else is willing to say. Hello, truth seekers. Today's episode of EML Radio is sponsored by Strong Start. Strong Start is a new 90-day program designed to give you the opportunity through a structured program to start living your most fulfilling life. When it comes to eating, moving, and living, there are three critical things to develop in order for you to have lasting success. And those are self-discipline, knowledge, and accountability. So after devoting over a decade of my life to coaching in nutrition and fitness and mindset, I found myself losing accountability and self-discipline. Now I know exactly what it takes to create a fit body and a mind and a spirit to live to my highest potential. But over the last year, I felt myself just slipping, which is why I decided to develop the Strong Start program. Strong Start gives you absolutely everything you need to bring order back to your life, especially in a time of great chaos like we're in right now. It's designed over a 90-day period with three 30-day phases. So phase one is designed for you to really hone in on developing self-discipline. And then phase two allows you to start using that newfound discipline to incorporate more choices into your eating and into your movement. And then phase three, man, that gives you the runway that you need to put all the newfound discipline and knowledge into place so you can sustain this progress for the rest of your life. So Strong Start works by providing you a complete program guide with exercises for absolutely every fitness level so that you know that what you're actually doing is going to produce the greatest results. And it keeps you moving in a way that is safe and that's functional for your lifestyle. It also gives you the mindset exercises to ensure that you're shifting your mind into seeking the most from yourself every single day. Because all of the exercises and all of the nutrition advice in the world won't help unless you work on building that mental toughness first. It also provides you a hardbound mindset and accountability journal so that you are writing down and tracking your progress every single day for those 90 days. 
And then lastly, the Strong Start Nutrition Guide uses my colors, not calories method in order to teach you how to eat so that you will never have to go on a diet again. Listen, Strong Start is changing my life and it is changing the lives of countless others. And it will undoubtedly change yours too. So head on over to evfats.com and learn more about Strong Start. Just remember, it is never too late to seek out and create a better you, but you just have to start. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to another episode of EML Radio. Today's show is one of those new format type shows, the quick, spontaneous pop-ups that I told you I was going to start recording in order for me to just throw out some practices that I am employing in my life to help me uncover new levels of truth, personal truths. And my goal is that you can listen in and take away some ideas to help you find some new levels of personal truth within your life. So today I'm going to share a practice that my family and I are employing right now in order to bolster some more, let's call it peace and content and fulfillment and satisfaction within our family unit. So... A while back, I noticed that I was kind of running at this level of frustration with my family that let's just, I just wasn't proud of it. Um, No matter what my husband was doing, it was pissing me off. My daughter was grating my nerves at every turn and I didn't like it and nor did they. And we all were kind of just coming at each other with just a slight edge and level of almost kind of contempt. But I recognized it and I did a lot of meditating and praying and soul searching on it and something came to me. And what that was, was that I was being resentful and contentious to my family for things that they were not doing to kind of hold up their end of the bargain in our family unit. But yet I wasn't actually asking them for any help. So I was like kind of pissed off at them for not doing things that I expected them to do. But the truth was I was never even asking for it. So I had kind of this epiphany and I was like, well, what are we going to do about this? Because, you know, I think especially those of us women who are kind of in charge. We've got a million different projects to do. If you work outside this home, that's even one more layer, but you're running your household, you're in charge of everything. And you kind of want things to run the way you want them to run, which is all fine and dandy. But the problem with that is, in turn, we end up kind of being resentful and irritated when we're not getting what we need. But we've kind of set it up that way, right? We want to control everything and we want everything to run smoothly just the way we kind of in our heads have designed it. But then we complain about being overloaded and not getting any help. I don't know about you, but I am severely guilty of that. So I spent a couple of weeks kind of just within my own head and within my own heart kind of having a self-discussion about, well, you know, am I going to sit back and just continue to complain about what my family does? And for me, it's more it's more about what my family constantly relies on me for. So in case you can't tell, I'm kind of a control freak. <laughs> I'm a natural leader. And so within my family unit, my husband and daughter both just naturally deflect everything kind of 
on to me. They look to me for everything. Like, you know, like, what should I have for breakfast? What should I have for dinner? Like, you know, should I go at this time? Should I go at this time? And it's like, and honestly, it just, it's wearing me out. And I think it's even probably been magnified in this past year because now my daughter isn't actually out at school. She's got a teacher and she's at my office and at home doing her schoolwork. So anyway, I think all those things have been magnified. And I'm at a point now where she's 14 years old and my husband and I have been married for 24 years, so 24 and a half years, where I just feel worn out. But the truth is, if I want to get really honest about it, I've created this scenario because I've tried to control everything and then I've really never stepped back and asked them for what I need. So having that realization, and I like to problem solve, I kind of gathered our family together after the first of the year and I said, okay, here's where we're at. I think we all know that we're not living our best selves to one another right now. We're not we're not really being the best mom, the best husband, the best dad, and the best daughter. We're just not really bringing our best to our family unit. So what are we going to do about it? So I came up with the idea that for the past week, just quietly in our own time, we are all writing out what it is that we would like from the other members of our family. So I described it to them. And when I first said it, they were both like, what? Like, aren't, like we have to write this down like it's an assignment? <laughs> Especially my husband. My daughters kind of go with the flow. My husband was like, what am I supposed to write? So I described it like this. When you wake up in the day, what would be the most fulfilling environment and unfolding of your day? Like, what does that look like? So like for my husband, I said, for instance, when you come home, what does it look like for you to feel kind of content and peaceful and really be able to bring your best self to the house when you get home at the end of the day? What does that look like? What do I need to do and what does Scarlett need to do in order for you? What do you want from us? What do you want us to do so that we can all collectively come together and live kind of in peace and harmony and really bring the best versions of ourselves to the table so that as a family, we're just flourishing? Like, what do you want from the other people in your life? And he was like, okay, yeah, I got it. I said, does it look like me being on my phone or me still working and not starting dinner? And he's like, of course not. I'm like, write those things down. Get really, really specific. And so each of us, this last five days, has been just quietly writing down, just as they pop into our head, the things that we would ask of the other members of our family. And obviously, this is a very personal topic, and I'm not going to go into the details of what my family and I need and want from one another, um, but I'm willing to share just like a couple of things that I needed, like one thing that I needed from my husband and then one thing I needed from my daughter as a for instance. So I told my husband that I just need you to be more affectionate and present with me. So I know we've been married for 24 years, but I want you to just sometimes hold my hand. And sometimes I want you to just walk in the door and instead of just like, hey, how are you? You know, quick kiss on the cheek and up to your office. Like, I want you to stop for a second and actually show interest and be completely present when you ask me how my day was. And then I also told him in the morning, you know, like we wake up in the morning and it's just like, how are you? Well, it's like, what do you mean, how am I? Like, that's something that you ask a clerk at the grocery store that you don't know anything about, nor do you really give a shit about, right? Like, I'm your wife. I want, don't ask me how I am. That's just, it's such a casual, like disconnected question. Like, either just say good morning 
or actually ask me something or greet me in a way in which shows me that you actually really give a shit about how I am. And for my daughter, I just requested from her is before you ask me to do something for you, just quickly check in with yourself and see if that is something that you could do for yourself, considering you know that I am juggling a lot of different balls in the air and I wear a lot of different hats as a business owner, several business owners, as a mom, as a wife. So I just asked my daughter respectfully before you just knee jerk because she's 14 now, right? I just said before you just automatically say, hey, mom, could you grab me this? Hey, mom, could you do this? Hey, mom, could you just stop for two seconds and ask yourself, is this something I probably could do for myself? And she totally got it. So, you know, I'll leave it there, guys. I think so often we get resentful and we allow kind of like less than our best versions of ourselves to be put forward. And this doesn't just have to be in your family. This could be at work, right? It could be with your friends. Somewhere in your life, I think we just, we get resentful about what people aren't doing for us when the reality is they can't read our mind. We've set up these scenarios within our lives and within our relationships. And then we get halfway irritated when people don't live up to those expectations. But the truth is they don't even know what those expectations are. And so I'm really anxious to see, this is a very beginning kind of work that my family and I are doing, but we're doing the work and I'm really excited to see where it takes us because I can tell you what, even in this initial stage, we are all just being a little more aware of if we are doing our part to bring the best versions of ourselves into our unit so that we are the best unit that we can possibly be together. But it all has to start with asking. People don't know. They can't read your minds. So here's the truth I'm going to leave you with today. You can't expect others to fulfill something in their relationship with you if they have absolutely no idea what you expect. So spend some time soul searching, meditating, praying on what it is you really want from life. What is realistic? What will actually bring more peace and content and harmony into your life? And then sit down with those people that you're in a relationship with and tell them, tell them what they can do in order to improve the relationship and then vice versa. Be aware and listen to them. Hear them out. Be willing to hear what people in relationships with you want and need from you so that you can have more peace, harmony, and more fulfilling relationships across the board. Thanks a lot for tuning in. We'll see you next time. 